Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Before we get into the meat of the word, please make sure that everybody keep their phone muted. Keep it muted the entire duration of the call. Again, greetings from the Children's Bread Deliverance Ministry, where um, Apostle Bobby Uti and Pastor Tawana Uti is my leaders. Um, also, I do want to give an honor to the leaders of the Powerhouse Christian Center um, for this opportunity. God bless you, Pastor Dean Page and Lady Page. Also want to give honor to this wonderful host, Elder Gloria Brown, for putting together this wonderful thing that the Lord has laid upon her heart. The Winning Women Wednesdays. Blessings to you, each and every last one of you. Truly, the Lord is wonderful and he is greatly to be praised. I do know we are on a time restraint and a lot of people are on break. So let's go ahead and get to the meat of the word. We thank God because he has given us a, um, a series for this entire month that is titled Bruised But Not Broken. And in this particular series, the Lord has been letting us know that we are not broken. Although we have bruises, these bruises in our lives do heal. Bruises do heal. Um, a bruise uh, is something that appears on the skin due to some kind of trauma. But the Spirit of the Lord Jesus is, has been dealing with us regarding the hidden trauma of your heart. We have different hidden traumas within us in our heart that we carry. And the Lord wants to deal with the innermost parts of you. Uh, we can come into a habit of just knowing church, the repetition of church, but still never really getting into the, the, the root of our problems or the sore spots of our hearts. Um, but I just come to let you know that the Lord is able to heal you from even emotional wounds. For this, We understand that the women of God, women of God, we carry a lot of secret wounds. And I thank God for Elder, Elder Gloria Brown being sensitive to the spirit for starting this movement, healing the secret wounds of the women. So we've been dealing with a lot of things that the Lord has given us. Amen. And today we're going to deal with betrayal. We're going to deal with betrayal. Uh, more specifically, we're going to deal with the pain of betrayal, the pain of betrayal. Um, I'm going to come. I want to give specific. Um, um, I'm going to also give specific attention to the text, which we're going to come out of Hebrews chapter four, verse 15. The earlier clause, Hebrews chapter four and verse 15. And this is what it says. It says for I'm reading to you in the NIV version again, NIV. Hebrews chapter four, verse 15, it says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. So uh, when the Lord was talking to me about what to tell uh, these women of God, beautiful women warriors on this call today, um, he began to minister to me regarding betrayal. So I said, Lord, what do you want? Um, me to use as a subject or a topic and the Lord wanted me to use the betrayal couldn't kill me the betrayal couldn't kill me and if I had a subtopic for these if I can borrow your attention for about 10 to 15 minutes um the subtopic is it had to happen the topic is the betrayal couldn't kill me the subtopic is it had to happen so when we talk about betrayal right betrayal is a gross um, violation of trust and it could be one of the most devastating forms of pain inflicted upon a human being and one of the hardest to overcome again betrayal to simplify 
is a violation of trust and also can be one of the hardest things to overcome. Um, when someone close to you breaks your trust, you feel the burn or the sting of betrayal, if you will. This, this actual pain or uh, sting can leave emotional scars. I'm talking about deep emotional scars and prolonged nagging trauma, something that it takes a while for you to be able to get over, to get through, to come out. Um, the violation of betrayal is most devastating due to the fact that people who betray you, uh, you have once displayed some kind of, some level of vulnerability, some level of exposure you willingly gave to that person who still, in fact, decided to betray your trust, betray your vulnerability, betray your exposure, betray, uh, excuse me, um, betray your uh, relationship. Now, for many, for many, the pain of betrayal is worse than physical violence. For many, Jesus, the pain of betrayal um, is worse than any kind of form of deceit because uh, the trauma of betrayal, it literally, once you, once you get this thing and it becomes attached to you and the violation happens, right? The, the trauma of betrayal sometimes literally make you feel like you are losing your mind. Mm. It, it puts you on an, uh, emotional, emotional roller coaster and it, and it pulls you in all different kinds of directions. It, 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 it also kind of like yanks your or pulls your sense of security right from up under you. And it puts you in an unhealthy emotional place. And if you don't deal with the betrayal or the feelings or the trauma attached to the betrayal, your emotions is all over the place. You, 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 you're up and you're down, you're happy and you're sad. It's all over the place. All because this betrayal, it destroyed the foundation of trust. And one thing about the spirit of betrayal, it also, it also creates bitterness. Bitterness, something that's very bitter. You ever taste something that's bitter? It's sour. This, this, this betrayal causes um, a spirit or a stronghold of bitterness to take root in you. Um, the trauma of betrayal can cause you to accept the possibility of future betrayals. In other words, it can it can lead you to live in a skeptical place because you have be have been betrayed at one time or another. Um, this this thing, this bitterness or this trauma can eventually degrade or eventually affect your self-esteem and your overall emotional health. Because oftentimes at women, we carry a lot. We carry so much. You got to carry, you got to carry the husband. You got to carry the kids. You got to, you got to, you got to make sure this is going right in the household. You got to cook dinner. You got to, you got to make sure the house is clean. You got to wash the clothes. You got to do so many things. And, and at the same time, still try to have time for yourself and still try to deal with the traumas that are going on in your own heart, in your own life. It's very important when we have different strongholds in our life that we become free from them. Because if you don't become free from them, they control every aspect of your being. Now, there are levels to betrayal, right? So the closer the relationship, the greater the betrayal. 
if, if somebody you don't really care about too much, if they cross you, it, it doesn't have that much of a sting. But if, but when the individuals who are closest to you, David even said, King David said, uh, the ones who sit down with you to eat or the ones that you take out to dinner, if I can paraphrase, or the ones that you share your deepest, darkest secrets with, the ones that you walk with and pray with and talk with and counsel, glory be to God, these individuals, their, their level of betrayal, the sting is more stronger or more, more potent or more powerful, right? Um, but God wants you to trade in your bitterness for his peace. Listen, God wants you to trade in the bitterness of whatever betrayal you have experienced throughout the duration of your life for his peace. In exchange, God is saying today, give me, give me that thing that made you feel betrayed or give me the trauma of your betrayal. And in exchange, hallelujah, Jesus, I will give you my peace. Although we have different things in our life, different situations or circumstances that occurred in our life, I want to let you know that that betrayal still couldn't kill you. Yes, it hurt it. Yes, it's thing. Yes, yes, it, it bothers you even still to this day. Even while we're talking about it, you are getting memories of the betrayal even now as we're speaking. But I don't want you to live in that place. See, sometimes we have an issue where we, we, we make a moment into a, a, a monument. Now, now that issue, I want you to understand believers, believers, women of God, daughters of Sarah, that although you encounter something that really stung or really hurt you as informed uh, in the way of the trauma of betrayal, I want to let you know that still the betrayal couldn't kill you. <laughs> the betrayal could not kill you. God today wants to take your bitterness. Now, listen, realistically speaking, without question, it is it is it is extremely difficult in the flesh to forgive a person who has betrayed your trust. But the Bible says in Luke in the 18th chapter that all things are possible with God. Whatever is impossible with man is possible with God. What are you saying? What I'm saying is it's impossible in the flesh, but it's possible in the spirit with God. Now, we understand and realize I'm going to give you a few uh just let me borrow your ear for about four more minutes. I want to give you a few examples, right? So we understand that Jesus knew the pain of betrayal firsthand. First of all, he experienced the worst kind, the worst kind of betrayal of all time, which was Judas. Judas is one of his disciples. He walked with him. He talked with him. He fed him. He instructed him. He guided him. But Judas decided to betray our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for 30 pieces of silver. Matter of fact, he took it a step further. He betrayed him by a kiss. He kissed him as if he was his friend and handed him over to be crucified. But guess what? It had to happen. It had to happen. So, so the fact that, that because of what Judas did, even though it was already forewritten, glory be to God already prophesied, it had to happen because if Judas would have never kissed Jesus, we would have never been sinned. We would never been saved from our sins. We would have never been redeemed. We would never been sanctified. We would know, we would know what it means to be, to miss the wrath of God because of his goodness and his kindness and his crucifixion on the cross. So it had to happen. Let's talk about Joseph. Listen, Joseph, he loved, he was his father father's favorite he was the uh he 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 had multiple brothers amen and he had he began to he wanted to go out with his brothers in the field his brothers hated his guts because his father favored him and because his father favored favored him first of all they wanted to kill him i'm talking about joseph natural 
born blood brothers. They wanted to kill him. They got, they were sick of him. They were so, they were so sick of him. They hated his gut so bad. They wanted to kill him. One of the brothers said, no, let's not kill him. Let's just put blood on his coat, throw him, uh, sell him into slavery. His own very own brothers betrayed him. Think about the depth of that betrayal. Glory be to God. But the Bible tells us that even later on, fast forward, you have to read the story. I don't have time. Fast forward. The Bible tells us when the famine came and his brothers came before him, one thing about Joseph. Joseph, he didn't treat him nasty. He said, listen, I know you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. I don't know who I'm talking to on this phone right now. I come to let you know right now that although the betrayal happened, first of all, it couldn't kill you. Second of all, you needed that. Listen, let's talk about a lot of people. We have a, a, a wonderful list, a plethora of examples. Samson um, experienced a deep kind of betrayal by Delilah, a woman whom he really loved. He was affectionate with. Uh, he, he really loved Delilah, and Delilah betrayed him. We got the list goes on. Uriah was betrayed by David. He was so devoted to David, but David was devoted to his wife. Abel was uh, betrayed by his very own blood brother Cain. Elisha was betrayed by Gehazi, his armor bearer. We have so many different examples. Even when Jesus went through the crucifixion, not only did Judas betray him by a kiss, all of his disciples basically left him. They deserted him. Listen, I know they did you wrong. I know somebody may have crossed you. I know you may have been violated. Glory be to God. At one time in your life, I know you may have been let down. You have been broken broken down or it feels like everything in your life has been shattered by some things or by some effects that other people have did and you may even be in the middle you may right now be in the middle of rebuilding but I want to come and give you a reminder that yes it happened but baby it did not kill you yes your heart was affected your mind was affected your spirit was affected but listen it had to happen why did it have to happen what are you talking about it had to happen to get you to the next position of elevation it had to happen to get you to the next position of power. It had to happen to get you to the next position of victory. Yep, yep, they meant it for evil but God meant it for good. The thing is, I want to tell you beautiful women today, don't die in it. Yes, I know things hurt. I know it feels bad. I know it don't feel good. Betrayal to nobody feels good. Glory be to God. But don't die in it. Don't die in it. Don't. I don't know who I'm talking to, but don't die in it. It was necessary. I know you might I can't see it right now. You can't feel it right now. Maybe you can't even comprehend it right now, baby. That's okay. But the betrayal didn't break you. It didn't break you. Yeah, it may have, it may have left you with a bruised memory. But, but sis, you still resilient. You recovered. Some of you have recovered slowly. Some recovered quickly. Some are currently recovering. But guess what? You recovered. It was necessary for elevation. You prove through the hard times that although, God, I may not understand it, I'm still going to be faithful. And because of that, you qualify for a spiritual elevation if you do not die. Don't die in it. <laughs> Don't die in it. You can overcome the pain of betrayal. How? By remembering Jesus' example. Our sinful nature automatically tells us repay evil for evil. But Jesus taught us otherwise. The only way you can maintain your blessing, only way that you can grasp hold and maintain your elevation, your victory, and your power is if you resist retaliation. The devil wants you to retaliate. Though we may want to strike out 
at our betrayer. We need to take the position of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to close with this. First Peter 3 and 9 says, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with a blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit your blessing. Don't die in it. Inherit your blessing. You can recover from betrayal. Listen, the betrayal couldn't kill you. You are resilient. It had to happen to get you to the next position of power in your life. Bruised but not broken and bruises do heal. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We give you praise right now. We thank God for this awesome woman of God that has brought forth this word to us on today. We thank God because we are bruised but not broken. We thank God that even though we are bruised, we are still loved by God. And he will not 